Welcome to Marvel Champions Podcast, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the card game. I am your host, Scott, and with me as always, my co-host, Ryan. Always a pleasure to be here. Always indeed. Well, Ryan, a little tiny convention occurred this past weekend. Huh. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Um, I don't know. What is it? I've never been to it. I think it would be fun to go to. It's a little convention in a small little town called Gen Con. The, the town's called Gen Con? <laughs> oh, no, no, that, that's the convention. Indy. It's in Indy. Indianapolis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which, Gen Con, probably one of the biggest gaming, board gaming conventions um, out there. Yeah, I think I read it was one of the biggest in the States, at least. Yeah, in the States, you got Gen Con, which is one of the bigger ones. You've got Origins, which can be pretty big. Uh, PAX is pretty big. And then, uh, I guess in some ways... Uh, Doesn't uh, Dice Tower do some stuff? Dice Tower does one. I think they have two a year. Like one um, in the East, one in the West or something. Yeah, and then uh, Board Game Geek has one down in Texas. Mm, Tejas. Uh, side note, did you see that article where, like, the day before, when they were like setting up, somebody like just stole a giant pallet of some new card game that everybody's excited about. Uh, I did hear it. I did hear that. <laughs> There's some cards that were stolen. It wasn't the new Disney Magic Killer. I forgot um, what it's called. It's like Lucario, Lucaria. Or yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Um, but that was like the big concern from all the new stuff it, that it was Disney's new game, but it wasn't. As far as it, I know, it wasn't. It was just like a bunch of packs of playing cards, like actual like cards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite a quite a bit of cards. <laughs> he opens them. What the heck is this crap? Yeah, yeah, that'd I mean, be really disappointing. I'm assuming those people knew what they were doing, but that's yeah. a pretty big uh, breach of security that someone yeah. just wheeled in a. Dolly and just boop. I mean, the little or like, like pallet dolly. Out. That's yeah. like the thing. It's and just like it out. fake little badge. Mm, fake badge here. Uh, okay, you're good. Come uh, on through. Yeah, this is official. And it's just like Crayola. <laughs> it, it, it says Gen Con on it. Isn't that good enough? Gen Con 23. It's, it, but it's instead of the Gen Con, it's spelled with a J. So it's J E N. Gen Con. Gen That's con. the con that, that happens every year where all like Jennies get together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, good times, good times. Yes. All right, Ryan. Well, they they broke up their announcements. FFG did into like a few different days and did a few different games, and um, they did one for Marvel Champions, and they uh, announced a new hero. Do you know who that hero is, Ryan? Um, I heard it's someone that likes, is it Chalupas? Uh, Inchalatas. Yeah, chimichangas. Oh, Chimichangas. Chimichangas. Oh, man, everyone's hating us now. We butchered uh, that. Dang it. <laughs> or did we? Or did we? Now, he, um, so if you haven't guessed or you've been living under a rock, they, um, announced the Chimichanga-loving Deadpool. Not that anybody would have guessed it was Deadpool from uh, their original like teaser silhouette. Yeah. Breaking yeah. the fourth wall and such. So, yeah, it was pretty uh 
it was anticipated. Yeah, it was one of those where you knew it was coming, just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into it, man. All right. Um, so let me pull some cards here. Do you, we just want to jump into the cards or give like a brief thought of him as a whole? Uh, I will, I'll start off and uh, I will do the alter ego, and but I will do like a brief um, thing is I, I have to say before we start, I'm not a huge Deadpool fan. Um, I think he can be fun. Um, you know, the whole fourth wall and silly and, and all that, but I am not like a Deadpool diehard. Um, I don't have the patch on my uh, jacket or anything like that. Or, But, I mean, I, I'm okay with him. <laughs> um, did you have any thoughts before I begin? No, I mean, I'm kind of the same. Like, I think he's a cool character. I think if you separate him out to make him his own little, like, individual stories and things, um, in my opinion, he's a lot more successful than if you're trying to, like, bring him into a story that tries to be more serious. Um, but yeah. I mean, overall, I don't have, have any big issues with Deadpool. I mean, I think he's one of those like fan favorite bandwagon kind of recognizable heroes. Yeah. I mean, I, even if he's a hero, right. He's like, he's just a dude. Yeah. Yeah. I know as the community there, there's a lot of people that are loving this. I'm sure. Sure, um, I would say there's a spectrum of people, whether they can't stand them all the way to like, this is going to be their favorite just because it is Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, but let's get into it. So, alter ego, Wade Wilson. And uh, just starting off, it is a very unique alter ego, and that just kind of sets the tone for his whole deck. Um, but he is a uh, nine health... Um, mercenary mutant and uh he has an eight recovery which is uh a little high i would say <laughs> well, i think that plays into what he can do on his hero side yeah yeah um but he does have a, an ability called break the fourth wall action discard a card from your hand and then you can search your deck for a deadpool event and add it to your hand uh, limit once per round so just a a way to get the cards you need for a following turn um but with that because he does kind of break the fourth wall the art kind of breaks the fourth wall a little bit so he's got his little character his arms hanging over into the text box and his little character icon in the bottom right for like most of the cards is slightly different yeah, um, I was just noticing that. Um, I think I think most are pretty similar, but it, at least on the images, they kind of look a little bit different on some of them. Yeah. Um, but his like little flavor text, which has like the little star next to the mutant for his um for his uh, trait, and uh, it says sometimes I'm a mutant, sometimes I'm not. Depends on who you ask. So it's it that's just kind of sets the tone for this whole deck. Right. The the designers really tried to put that into all the cards, a, a little bit unique and silly and breaking that fourth wall thing that Deadpool does. Right. And like, 
looking at Deadpool as, as a hero for this game, it's got to be like a hard thing to do for a developer because you're either you're either going to do it justice or you're going to uh, disappoint a lot of people. And that's a very <laughs> hard thing going into developing and designing a hero like this. Yeah, when you have such a big community around this particular character, there's going to be lots of judgment for sure. Right. All right, Deadpool, the hero. He has a 200 thwart, 200 attack, and a 100 defense. Oh, but uh, you ignore the two zeros on all of those. So he has a two thwart, two attack, one defense. Uh, he is a Deadpool core... A trait, an X-Force trait. Hand size of 5, hit points of 9. He has the Regenerating Degenerate ability. It's a forced interrupt. When you would be defeated, instead set your hit points hit point dial to 1, change an alter ego form, and add an acceleration token to the main scheme. I think that kind of sets the tone of um, his kind of gimmick or niche thing he's, he wants to do. Um, kind of playing around that acceleration token. We got like a glimpse of that a little bit um, with the Deadpool ally from the preview of Cable. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, doing things around adding acceleration tokens to the main yep. scheme and how that's going to affect some of his cards and, and what he's able to do. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that he's unkillable. Yeah. Uh, unless somehow he dies in alter ego he's unkillable in a little bit of a spoiler of there's a card in the see i don't think it's his nemesis um because it most of the nemesis set like say it's the nemesis this one almost looks like an encounter set um, well the, the one that's shown in here it is well it's an encounter set that goes with the yes aspect Correct. So, but there's a card in there um, that allows the card allows his text box to be blanked out. Mm. So, so yes, like at face value, the whole gimmick is he can't die um, unless you, like you said, are somehow die in alter ego form, or unless he gets his text box blanked yeah, out. Some shenanigans, which is an interesting concept because that takes away one whole. Uh, loss condition from the game. So then you're really just having to worry about thwart in yeah. the main scheme. Yeah. Because most villain, obviously there's there's exceptions of um, win and loss conditions, but most of the time you're dealing with um, defeat the villain, don't let his main scheme, whatever value that says it is when it's defeated, the game's over, or don't die yourself. Yeah, I'm curious if there is a scenario where this doesn't work out right. Um, I'm trying to think of one off the cuff. but So technically with Magog, uh, his main scheme can pop as many times until the tokens are put on the uh, his two little side uh, environments, the, ch the champions or the contenders. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that was one that came to mind, but eventually the the champion tokens yeah. uh, 
the next one um, that comes to mind is tower defense. Those main schemes pop, but they do bad things. But they they damage the tower. They damage the tower, so the tower loses all of its health. And you lose yeah. the game. So there's still a way. There isn't a infinite scheme kind of thing. No. I think no, the closest is the yeah. side schemes for Wrecking Crew. But since yeah, they're but side schemes, you can schemes, still lose not... with the main scheme on that one. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not the the main scheme. They're yeah, the yeah, side yeah. schemes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, cool. Any yeah. other thoughts before we moved on? Uh, so I mean, uh, I'm not a very big risk reward style player. <laughs> um, that's why Star Lord's probably my least played character in this entire game. I just don't. I don't like the mechanic. My style of play is not uh, indicative of. Yeah, I mean, I was going to save it to the end, but I would say he reminds me of the Star Lord type gameplay, and so and a little bit of uh, uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, So I I would say that outside of just the popularity of Deadpool, players that like Star Lord are probably going to like him as a hero. And people that don't like Star Lord are probably not going to like him as a hero. And I think inherently it kind of makes him want to be and feel like a rush style character. Yeah, yeah. If but, it's burning down, you might as well try and do it as fast as you can, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, uh, and we'll go through these cards to kind of ensure, but unlike Star Lord, I think you can you might be able to get away with not really doing a whole lot of acceleration tokens with Deadpool and be successful as a hero. Whereas I think Star-Lord, you're kind of, you really are kind of pigeonholed into taking more cards to be successful because of his abilities. Yeah, no, I agree. But we'll see. Let's, let's read some of these cards. Cause I have, I've only re- read, I think I've read most of them, but I, it was pretty quick. I was busy being a, an adult uh, that didn't have time to do anything that had chores. <laughs> Lame. All right. Do you have like a particular card that's just like jumped out at you that you want to share or just start when I go right into them? Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just go to the next one. Um, okay, okay. So the next one on here is an event, uh, exhausting personality. Uh, it is a hero action. You get to choose either, Place one acceleration token on the main scheme, and you can stun and confuse the villain. So that's kind of nice. Or you can exhaust a player's identity. That player draws one card for each acceleration token on the main scheme. So this is one of the cards that makes it harder to play the game without doing the acceleration. Um, but it's a, it's an okay card. If you're willing to commit to the acceleration tokens, this is not a bad card. Yeah. I mean, technically, a, a free, quote-unquote, free stun and confuse is pretty big. I mean, yes, you are putting an acceleration token on the main scheme, but it's not costing you any resources, and it's almost giving you, like, two free turns. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, pretty good. Yeah. And in a way, as long as you can handle it. The second option isn't great early game but i can see where yeah. it can really pick up late game to help with that rush 
style, and it does um, inherently promote a uh, multiplayer game because you can do it to any player, not just the Deadpool player. Yeah, I mean, it stinks that you have to exhaust a player identity to do it, um, but with his game style, I, I probably wouldn't do it until you had like at least three acceleration tokens yeah, to two, make two, draw that three. three. Yeah, unless you're really desperate to do two, but I I wouldn't do one. No, no, it's not worth it. And no. and if if you're you have a hero that just isn't um their gameplay doesn't really hinder or um isn't being readied it doesn't really play into how they play. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's not as big deal. Yep. All right. So that'll take us into a resource card that he has called Montage. Um, this is a resource that says this card generates one additional wild resource for each acceleration token on the main scheme to a maximum of three additional resources. And it has a wild resource already. So that takes it to four, right? That's the way I read it. Yeah, that's the way I read it too. The one from the card, and then if you have three acceleration tokens, um, it would add Man. three additional. Four wilds, kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's big time. Yeah. yeah. Again, kind of leading into that same Star Lord as you progress through the game, it's gonna get crazier and you're gonna get stronger, but also it's gonna be madhouse. Right, and yeah, I think this. I won't make the point every time, but early game not as good. Late game significantly better. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like it's always that. nice to have that wild resource, but yeah, having multiple is always a win. Yeah, four. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I like the art. Art's cool. Yeah, I think I overall think that... the cards for him are they they play well with his like art and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think that they did a good job with the graphic design for his overall kit. I think they they tried to embrace it as best they could, and um, I think they, they hit it pretty good. Yep. Um, next right. up... His is, best bud. His best bud, and this is where you start seeing this little, like, scotch tape, not scotch tape, uh, like masking tape. Masking tape style um, graphic design on cards, which is pretty yeah. cool. I like it, too, yeah. Um, Three cost ally, his signature ally, which is Cable. Um, he is a one thwart, uh, one or two attack, one consequential for both, three health. And he does have the little ability star on both thwart and attack. And it says Cable gets plus one thwart and plus one attack for each acceleration token on the main scheme to a max of plus three for both. And then his, uh, little flavor text says wade you are and then the tape is on there my best bud <laughs> and um, you can just assume it's some form of pain and a thorn is his side or something to that effect. Oh, oh yeah <laughs> so this uh i think as a hero for fitting with the theme of the deck works i mean having a five attack cable would be pretty pretty strong <laughs> i don't th so you think it's two plus three because mm -hmm. no, it's right. a plus it's plus you're right yeah yeah yep. so it'd be a five attack and a four thwart, four thwart. if you yeah. had three on there 
Accelerate it's pretty experience. good. I think that rivals like the Venom in SPDR. Yep. Yep. Spider. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. I don't. I don't really have much more to say. The art yeah. looks fine. I think three cost, three health is kind of that good balance. Not yeah. too expensive, not too cheap, not too weak. Yeah, yeah. Even if you had one acceleration token, that it makes him worth it at that at two yeah. thwart, uh, three attack. That's that's really good. So, yeah. all right. I think this next card is probably one that balances his whole thing to where you can feel like you're doing his gimmick, but it's not like um, completely devastating you. Mm-hmm. So it's a one-cost upgrade called It Ain't Over. It's a condition you attach to the main scheme. Increase the target threat value of attached scheme by two for each acceleration token on it. So if we'll go with a seven main scheme before it gets completed, you have one acceleration token. It's going up by one per turn, so it'd be going up two normally. But now, instead of being seven, it's nine. So it kind of balances it back to normal. Yeah, it's a it's a better version of the Justice Van. Well, I mean, and, and it it scales right. You get exactly. more acceleration tokens, it goes higher. It's not that you can just set four. I I think this for me this upgrade makes playing Deadpool more worth it where I don't feel like I'm having to rush. Yeah. Um, no, I can yeah. throw this down and I can be more confident being like, yeah, I'm going to be throwing acceleration, but I've got this little buffer. I think it would make me more willing to play into the gimmick. Yes, yeah. If I've got it out. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I doubt he has a second one of these. Um, I think that'd probably be overpowered. Um, but I, I think this is a, a very, it's a needed card for his kid. I like uh, the flavor text is I've got you right where I want you. And he's like tied to an atomic bomb. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the downside is if, if it's a multi-scheme scenario and you complete the first one, this goes away, but you keep all the acceleration tokens. Yes. That is going to yes. stink. And it's not as good. If you look at the Guardians wave, a lot of those went up by two per player, whereas the standard usually is one per player. Mm. Gotcha. So, I mean, if you're playing dead, Deadpool would, in space, space, space. Yeah. That would be a good card, at least flavor text. Right. That would have been good. You should uh, you should write them and let okay. them know. Yeah. Um, cool. Yep. Let's uh let's go on to the next one. So this is one of this is, it sounds like, his big attack. So it is his uh zero cost event, maximum effort. And uh it is a hero action attack. Take any amount of damage up to your remaining hit points and deal an equal amount of damage to an enemy. So in theory, if you're just with his base health, you could do nine damage with this card. You'll die, but then you'll do his whole 
effect force slip and, and yeah. all that. Yep. But you could do nine damage to an enemy. And you could potentially make that more if you added things like endurance or honorary yes. cards. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I I really want to add on that health just to increase that and to, to make his recovery even better. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, think about it that way. So he has a nine base health. You do three with endurance. That's 12. 12 attack on most are going to get it pretty close to completing a stage. That's yep. uh, pretty quick. Yeah, it is. And then who cares if you have one acceleration token at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. You get another one of these. Do so it it's, a, it's pretty solid. Now I think, give me just a second, I have to do a quick recap. So in theory, you could do that card if you're in here form at the start of your turn. Die, flip. And then go back to hero form to do more attacking or thwarting or anything like that. Yeah, you could use that as your one hero flip or form yep. flip. Yep, it's like it's like a free. You can manipulate that to have like a free flip. Yeah, yeah, so. that'd be pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, there is a thwart equivalent of this one, and like always, thwarts more expensive. So this is a one cost. It's a yoo-hoo, and Good it's a uh, hero, it's, uh, hero action thwart. Take any amount of damage up to remaining hit points. Remove an equal amount of threat from a scheme. You boys mind me dropping in? That's what, that's what Deadpool says. As, as he says, yoo-hoo. <laughs> um, nice. I like this one. I think it's slightly better because it's uh or not slightly better than the last card but i think it's better than what it could be because it's a scheme and not like main scheme sometimes you get cards where you're stuck in a side scheme stuck in a main scheme this is yeah. just a scheme which is nice yeah i, th I think this is a, a a really good thor card that plays off his his character so. right and, you know, if, if you've got multiple acceleration tokens, you know you're going to be putting five, six, seven on going into the villain phase. You you do this one, take a large amount of damage, and then, um, you know, it's at least back down to zero. Yep. Yep. Solid. Good. Uh, let's see. This one's, a, I think, one of the cooler looking cards. Um... So this is a three-cost event. It's called This Card is Fire. And the artwork is essentially the card is burning, which is pretty nice. Um, and it's a attack. Uh, well, first it reads Force Response. After your turn ends, if this card is in your hand, take one damage. So if you hold on to it, you're getting hurt. And then it says, hero action, deal X damage to an enemy. X is the amount of damage you have sustained. So even though the force response seems like it's bad, it also kind of plays off of the actual attack, which is kind of interesting. So in theory, if you were 
had all the resources and everything you needed, you could do the uh, the big attack one, the maximum effort, flip, flip back, and then play this card's on fire and do one less eight because yeah, you eight be down damage. To one yeah, health. yeah. So you're just annihilating the floor with the villain. Yeah. No, this is um, it's it's interesting to see him have a potential two really big attack cards. Oh yeah. So uh, this is probably one of my favorite arts. I just like the uh, they took the fire to heart. Yeah. <laughs> in this one, so I yeah, think no, it's really good. good. It's like all around the flavor te- or the text box, and even like on the little face down the corner. Yep. Yep. That's good. All right. Now this one. I still don't see the like amazing benefit. And maybe once we read it again, I'll I'll see it better. But I just don't see exactly the the amazing benefit for like Deadpool cards. So it is a two cost upgrade. It said armed to the teeth. And it has a response after you play Armed to the Teeth. Search your collection, so all the cards you own, for one weapon upgrade from any aspect and attach it face down here, so under the card. And then as an action, you can exhaust Armed to the Teeth. Swap the card attached here with a weapon upgrade you control. I guess you can just... Okay, so I think the whole premise is you can go get a weapon and then keep flipping back and forth between the two weapons for free. Yes, that's the way I understand it. Yeah. Okay. So and that, it's that's a little better oh, than when I read it the first time. And I I think it it allows you to get around weapon cost. Cuz if you can get one weapon out and then the rest of the weapons through this, then you could in theory get some big weapons and trade them in and out. True. But it's it's only one, so you have to really pick, and it is an aspect weapon. So all your basic weapons are excluded. It leaves you with like three aggression weapons and one justice weapon. If I looked through all the cards correctly. Yeah, justice has the supersonic and then aggression yeah. has like the big sword and big yamberjarn and uh, hand cannon. Hand cannon, yep. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I think it's okay. I think it's okay as well. I, I think you could, I mean, to me, pulling out a sonic rifle for essence free and stunning once or twice, or confusing once or twice, and then bringing out his weapon that he has, I think it's a pretty good play too, right? Especially if you're working off the whole acceleration scheme, confusing villains. Yeah, the the downside with it is, like, say, for Sonic Rifle, is that if you use both of its charges, it gets discarded. Well, um, and you if would you discard it, you can't put it back. Sure. Well, it does say exhaust arm to the teeth. So you, well, because it says exhaust arm to the teeth, so you exhaust it, and then. That's the that's the cost to do it. You have to exhaust. And this is swap 
the card attached here with a a weapon upgrade you control. So I guess you right, but if you still have to, you gotta have a target. You have to have a right, valid target to swap with a weapon to swap with. Yeah, so, so it just gets stuck, or for some reason that gets discarded. Whatever cards with it would get discarded too. True, true. So Sonic Rifle wouldn't be the the best. Well. Because yeah. you don't want whatever weapon, the other weapon, you would, you'd get lost. Yeah. Or stuck until you get something else out. If it just didn't say aspect, it could have so many potential combinations, which would be fun to mess with. Yeah, because it kind of stinks you can't get your own weapon with it, this. See, that, that was my whole thing when I read it the first time. It's like, you can't really get your weapon out easier. And it would be really cool to like have him go grab like rockets, giant rocket launcher. <laughs> that would be pretty cool if you could do it's funny, right? Other like characters, the whole Deadpool thing. That would be pretty. It'd be fun to get like Cap. Well, Captain America's shield's not a weapon. It's not a but weapon. But like get, Black Panther's um, claws. Like, how funny would that be? Just take him. Obviously, Maybe. they couldn't do anything. But <laughs> but you could take like a Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. Yeah. Give him Ariel. Wait, well, does I mean, does Thor's hammer give him Ariel? Um, I, I can't remember if it's his thing or his helmet. It's probably his hammer. I think it might be his hammer. I but, recently but, played him, but it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while? Um, Alright, well let's talk about Deadpool's weapon. Tell us about Deadpool's... Deadpool's katana. It's a two-cost upgrade weapon restricted. I wonder if there's going to be a second one. Um, in the article, it mentioned his katanas, and it's not unique. So, that is true. There you go. Uh, two katanas confirmed, right there. Yep. Um, hero action attack exhausted pulls katana and take one damage. Deal two damage to an enemy. This attack gains piercing. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, it fits his his whole shtick. So, yeah. Um. And he does, like, we haven't really talked about it, but he does have some of that, like, damage um, as a resource, you know, like a a way to pay for things mm -hmm. as well. Because a lot of those attacks we've talked about, the more damage you've taken, the better the card is, right? Yeah, yeah. Economy. No, is that the word I'm looking for? The health becomes a resource, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's Deadpool. So, what are your what are your thoughts on Deadpool's kit as a, as a whole? I wonder if he's gonna have a pistol. I mean, clearly he, in this he probably image, will. Yeah. he has a pistol. Um, uh, I'm torn. I like I like Deadpool. He's a cool character. I'm just worried about being stuck playing in a in a manner that I'm not usually comfortable with. Will I play him? Yes. Will I enjoy it? Maybe. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a hard sell for me. I'll go ahead and tell you, unless I just have like an amazing experience playing with him or doing some like specific, you know, scenario or something with him, I just don't see that I'm going to be grabbing him as like my first choice. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely can see that just from your Star Lord experience. I I definitely will play him, 
Um, I think I think I'll have fun with him. I just don't know. My I, the thing that I struggle with him is I feel like because of his his theming the way the way he operates with those acceleration tokens, it kind of narrows down the villains that I actually want to play with. Because um, like trying to play against Rhino, you know the classic. If he schemes out, you lose. That scenario is going to be a lot harder with Deadpool. Um, but at the same time, that for I know for some people that's going to be a challenge that they really want to do is can they defeat Expert Rhino um, before they die or scheme out or whatever. And um, but I, I think my hope is that they took the things they learned from. Star Lord and made the appropriate adjustments to make it more beneficial to to not be so swingy. Um, and I, and I think you can kind of see that a little bit with the the it ain't it over, adding that little buffer to doing it. But we'll see. I I think a lot of people are gonna like him, and a lot of people are gonna hate him. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the game. I mean. There's people who love this hero or that hero, and there's just as equally the same amount that is the opposite, right? Yeah. That's the wonderful thing about this game. There's a hero for everyone, and not every hero is for everyone. Um, yeah. But it's finally done. Whew, we can stop talking about it. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. And now we can just uh, contemplate and think about what's next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you've read the article, um, you've realized that we haven't talked about what aspect he is in. And he is in the aspect of, we'll talk about it in our second part of Deadpool. Sorry to leave everybody on a cliffhanger, but we figure we would talk about the Deadpool character kit, um, his hero cards first, and then give a, our kind of in-depth thoughts about um, the aspect that he's paired with in our part two episode. Dun dun dun. To be continued. To be continued. Fate to black, black. <laughs> All right. We appreciate everybody listening. And if you want to tell us your thoughts about Deadpool, are you looking forward to him? Is he one that you're going to skip? If you're a completionist, you're going to buy him anyways, right? And then uh, just leave it sealed. <laughs> You just called everybody out right there. <laughs> All right. I think you just called yourself out right there a little bit. <laughs> no, well, I have to open it so you can play it. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Let us know. You can uh, email us at marveltrumpionspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and we appreciate everybody listening. And as always, remember, if you want to go from a chump to a champ, listen to the Marvel Trumpions podcast. Thanks. Take care.